0: The one hour phone in show, all about stuff.
1: Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto. This is Consignment Heroes. And if you have an item that you'd like a free assessment of or you're curious about its value, you can give us a call at 416. 416- Three six zero zero seven forty. That's four one six three six zero zero seven forty. If you're out of town, it's toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. That's one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Maybe it's a piece of gold or coins, gold and silver. Maybe it's sports memorabilia. Maybe it's antique toys, bric-a-brac, old porcelain. Could be anything out there. Maybe it's been lying in your basement for decades, and you're wondering if it might have some special value before you say throw it out or. Give it away. Who knows? You can call this show. Its star is Paul Kenney. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures, now on a and uh how you doing, man?
2: Really good. Really good. They've bumped us to prime time. To- they bumped you to, to prime time?
1: First time on radio, eh? No. I always have to push the microphone in front of you. You don't I, want to be near the thing. I don't want to block the camera. We're, oh, remember, multiple we're, worries. Right, let we're, me reposition.
2: We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're live streaming now. People right. can actually see us and on podcasts and all that other stuff. So be- I have to work. Better look
1: good than sound
2: good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, see I, the, I see the choice you're making. I shaved today. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't shave <laughs> today. No, but we ended off last week's show. Remember I said um, we're going to talk about gold and silver this week. And it's funny what happened yesterday. I was in one, you know how I give out my phone number? I said, if you're at one of these road shows out there and they're giving you a price, please call me. Yes. Well, this lady, she was at one of these road shows and what they did was they put some things in one pile, some things in another pile, and they wouldn't tell her what. They said, oh, for this pile, we're going to give you $57. And she said... What were the items? Just some silver items, a little a little Olympic set, some gold sets, a little, a little, a little stuff. Well, I ended up... By the time I was done, I paid her $1,215. Okay? Wow. So, and this is why when these guys, we're going to go a little bit about, we're going to get technical. I want people out there to get a pen and paper and be prepared to write some stuff down. The first thing they write down is our phone number, uh, 647-298-8989. And I will answer your calls. But the reason I'm saying this is that you got to know if someone tells you I'm giving you so much for a pile and can't explain to you what's in the pile or how they're giving you the money, don't take it. Get a second opinion. you got to get a second opinion because they're trying to whiz you. Okay. I was going to say, what do you think the under, under-over
1: is on honest mistake versus looking to defraud? Or yeah. not defraud, but underestimate or whatever. But that's like to a magnitude of 24 yeah. times
2: the value. I don't know the whole thing what was there. I might have even bought some other stuff. But the thing was, it was nowhere even close. Right. Okay? So this is what I want to tell, explain to a couple people today about what gold is. 24 karat gold is pure gold. Okay. And that's it's a weird number, but 24 karat means it's 999 pure gold. 18 karat gold is three quarters of 24. It is 75% gold, okay? And like when you've got 10 karat, it's for 40% gold approximately. So, and any guy, any dealer that's out there, all they need is a scale and a calculator and an eye loop, one of these things here. And they can tell you this is 18 karat. They put it on a scale and tell you that it weighs so many grams. This is what I'm paying you for. And this is important that people out there know what kind of what how much gold they're bringing in before they go in there, yeah. or at least ask the guy. Says okay, and don't be afraid to ask. Okay, how you say I've got 18 karat gold? How many grams of 18 karat did I have there? And what price are you paying me for it? We will always tell you. We'll always tell. We're not going to just put it like. The only time we won't is if you've got, like, a massive amount, like two kilos, and we're not going to go through the whole thing. We'll just melt the whole blob. Right. But if you've got one or two pieces or ten pieces, we'll say this is 18-karat gold. We'll say you've got 100 grams of it. We're going to pay you $3,600 for it, and we'll tell you that. And here's how we got the calculations. This is what it weighs. This is what the price of gold is. And this is – Uh, what we're like, what we're paying today, and some if you have got ten carat, the reason we can't pay as much for ten carat than eighteen carats because it's not as pure. Okay, we got
1: into this last week.
2: Yeah, but I, you said I was getting too technical, but we started talking about parts per thousand. I just said twenty four is the highest. Anything lower than that is less good gold. But I don't mind people knowing that it's like. Ten karat gold is approximately forty-one percent gold. Right, but
1: you'd say keep this in mind. People go on like a cruise, and they go, "Oh, we're on this cruise, and I bought a one-ounce gold bracelet for fifteen hundred dollars, and it's ten karat." You know, okay, well that's like half gold, so okay, there's some markup there. There's a little,
2: yeah, it's not some big win. That's what I'm saying. That's I gotcha. And they should know the difference between gold filled and gold plated. But gold filled will say or rolled gold, and we'll tell people we still buy it. We're one of the only buyers in the city who buys roll gold and gold-plated, but we'll also buy their gold. And we actually tell them, and this is important, because this person, you go into these road shows, and they're saying, this is gold, this is not gold, we'll give you this for this, and they kind of switch the packages around, and you say, well, what am I getting paid for? And they say, well, this is no good, and this is good. Well, how good is it? Oh, we're going to pay you $57. That's not exactly life-changing,
1: okay? But it's not always going to be life-changing, but you're saying in this particular case, like there was more like $1,200 worth of
2: There was a lot. Yeah. There was a lot, and I've heard stories. I mean, person brought in like I told that story, but a guy brings in a fifty thousand dollar watch, and they offer him a thousand, okay. Or when they have those like on silver dollars, we're paying twelve dollars. I mean, we're paying eleven dollars today, ten ninety six or something for every dollar that you bring me in Canadian silver dollar before nineteen sixty, we're paying eleven dollars. My neighbor, the guy on the other side of the wall, is paying nine dollars, okay. Right. It it's worth the while to walk seventy five feet to our shop. And get a higher price. You only get to you only get to sell it once. Get as much money as you can for it. Okay, fair enough.
1: Well, no, no, but this is like solid advice. So wait, generally uh, you're not going to find a lot of twenty four carat necklaces, isn't that no. too pure, too soft? When gold yeah. is twenty four carat, it's very soft, right?
2: Well, the old story about a guy biting into the gold coin and bending it—that's yeah, true. true. Yeah, that's true. You can actually leave teeth marks in there. It hurts a bit, but you can leave teeth marks in the gold. And most stuff is never. More than 90%. Even the old eagles are 90%.
1: I'm sure there's a YouTube video that challenges this, but one ounce gold coin. They say that you can hammer it out to like a square meter or maybe even more. One mile. A piece of wire, one mile.
2: Okay, oh, okay. That's so, a, I've
1: never heard that one. That's yeah. nice to me. Okay.
2: So what we're going... All the gold that's been mined since the beginning of time apparently would fit into a... olympic swa-
1: size swimming pool or yeah, something like 75 that. 75
2: yeah. meters by 75 meters by 75 meters. It's deep. But the idea that it's a finite amount... Okay. And there might be a YouTube video coming soon to your team that'll talk about gold That soon. you can explain this in. Yes, I'm, that I can click on
1: of you talking about this yes, on YouTube. But not yet, but soon. I like it. I like it. Uh, if you have a, a rare item or a collection of something, you want to know what its real-time market value is, we have an expert in studio who can probably tell you to the closest dime what it's worth. Uh, Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Nora in Dunville is our first caller. Nora, how are you?
3: Hi, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? That's the
1: home of
2: Marty McSorley, right? Dunville?
3: Yes, in Dunville.
2: Yes. How are you doing?
3: Good, good, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. I have a uh, signed menu (laughs) <laughs> by Rocky Marciano. My Whoa, okay. Worked.
1: That's a turn. I thought you were going to say McSorley. Okay. No.
3: No. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got Rocky
1: Marciano's autograph. Yes.
3: Yeah. My dad worked in one of his restaurants down in Florida. Okay. He was a busboy.
2: Oh, this is and, a while ago. Um, okay.
3: Um, Marciano would sign uh, the menus. And so it's a signed menu. I've also got a couple of pictures of my dad with Marciano, but the pictures aren't signed.
2: But they'll still have a value because it's an unpublished picture, okay? Okay. But Rocky on a menu, I don't know, probably anywhere between $1,000 and $1,500. Oh, and wow. And if you've got the story to go, yeah,
1: but does it look good? Because people would want to show off something like this.
3: It's very dark. The whole menu itself oh.
2: is a very dark menu. you signed on the bad spot and on a dark spot. That happens sometimes. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, it's still a Rocky Marciano autograph, and I and I believe he's sort of become relevant now because we have this uh, UFC boxing crossover, yeah, mega fight, Conor v- Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather, and uh, I think if Mayweather wins, does he not break Rocky Marciano's record? Like now might be the time to move this. Well, there's sort of peak interest in boxing because I could tell you, win, uh, lose or draw, uh, if Mayweather retires, there's not a real immediate bright future no. for this sport. No,
2: no. But actually, well, and boxing. I love it. Uh, oh, you're I not going to sell show. it, though, eh? Ah, right. I don't think so. I, I
3: just love it. My dad has kept it for all these years. My dad since passed away, and now, um, you know, he used to tell us all the stories about Marciano and the actors and actresses that would come into the restaurant.
2: Did he get any other autographs?
3: He or didn't t- get, and if he did, he, I don't believe he got anybody's autograph. He was in awe of one of the actresses, and he ended up pouring orange juice all over her.
1: Mm. <laughs> we don't know who that was? That's funny.
3: <laughs> well, she leaned forward and gave him quite the view, and uh, was okay about 18 or 19. Yeah,
1: tell me more. Why are you saying less? Are you saying, say less about that? Which, who was the actress?
3: I thought he said Veronica Lake, but I thought okay. Veronica Lake was before that time.
1: You don't have a photo of that, do you? No. No, okay. no. Okay. Okay.
2: But I'm going to yeah. give you some another piece of advice, though, on this because of its value and because you're going to pass it down through the family, uh, you should get authenticated. I know you know it's real. I know that uh, your kids will know it's real, but suppose something happens later on and you want to get it uh, uh, insured or something, please get it JSA. Well, um, you have to get it authenticated, or what we call slabbed. Okay?
3: It's called slab. Oh, no, no, no. Known? Sorry,
2: I call we, that's the slang.
1: You it. have to prove that the signature is legit. So Paul talks about this a lot. About once a month or every couple of months, he has an actual like authenticator come in. They look at it with like a magnifying glass or whatever it takes to say this is the curvature of an actual yeah. signature from Rocky Marciano or whatever. And, and that
3: would
1: be done at Paul's place. Yeah, yeah, and we'll tell you when it happens. Because... But then it's totally legit. Right. Yeah, but then again, like, it's your story. Like, this is one of those things where I go, you know what? Like, I don't really... Listen, this is where I go, okay, well, for the kids, I don't know if they even have seen Rocky Marciano fight or know anything about him. Maybe a nice photocopy will do to hand to the kids, and I'll sell this and sell this. take the money. Yeah, like, you could mail <laughs> well, the I photocopy. And What's that?
3: I don't have children.
1: Oh, okay, oh. I see what you're saying. Well, then to keep it in the family, maybe somehow, some way.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you... But- I would still get authenticated just for later on. It's the, the fee is going to be, I think it's like 100 Like It's not worth doing if this was a $20 item, but because of the value of your item, you should get authenticated. And that brings me to another story this week. We were talking last week, a person who had that eagle on Napoleon Eagle.
1: You're well, losing me. Oh, a decorative eagle. A decorative right, yeah. eagle. But yeah. they
2: cleaned it. The story, like well, this lady should, if you're going to authenticate it and tell the story, write a little letter about where this came from. That your dad worked there, and all this, this is all going to help. And it's on a menu that'll help. We uh, last week. I'm no one going off topic here a little bit, but someone had that eagle last week. They brought it in, but they cleaned it, and I can't get couldn't get underneath to authenticate it. And they took all the patina off. Okay, oh. it would have been better if the person who had given it to him. 70 years ago, had given a little bit of the history that we could have traced back. Yeah, it's okay? like they've never watched
1: an a and TV show ever, right? Northern Treasures or Pawn Stars yeah. or American Pickers. You don't clean
2: it. I, I, no, I think he cleaned it long before this, but he sandblasted it. I mean, he oh, really wow. cleaned it. Because okay, I looked yeah. at it, I, he brought it in the store, and I said, oh, wow. And I said, there's something wrong here. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look old enough, you know, because it's brass. Because... Well, Brass oxidizes. Silver oxidizes. You or
1: something by then, yeah. You know,
2: copper. When you go yeah, to yeah. Um, Quebec City, you see those green roofs? Yeah. That's copper oxidizes, turned green. When you see tarnish on silver, that's oxidation. Black. Okay? It goes black. It goes black. Gold, as a coincidence, does, never, does not tarnish, does not oxidize. But this brass did not have any patina on it. So it looked brand new. Now, I look to the bottom, I say, okay, it looks old, but I wish I had the story. I wish that the person who had this 20 years ago wrote down the story that went with it. And this I is why I'm so. saying, this is the advice I'm giving to this lady here. It's like, please tell the story. Write down the story that goes with it. But get it authenticated, especially yeah. before it deteriorates. <clears throat> Roy in
1: North York. Roy, what's happening, man?
4: Yes, who have I got here, Paul? Yeah. Uh, Paul, yes, my name is Roy, I'm North York, uh, I'm 82 years old, but I'm listening to that last story you just uh, told the lady from uh, Dunville. Yep. I've already written my story. Good. It goes like this. In 1955, I was a senior teller in my hometown bank. Okay. And I opened a roll of pennies one day. And I stirred it up in the till because it's difficult to pick up pennies when they're laying flat surfaced. And uh, to my surprise, I found a $2.5 American gold coin, which is in my possession this day. Perfect. To, um,
1: what do you mean? And, and you want to return it from the bank that you took it from? Or oh, oh, what's no, the story? I put a
4: penny in the till. I oh, put a okay. penny in my pocket and put a penny in the till. This guy's pretty I bright. No,
1: no, <laughs> no I just, you know, in case someone's going, Hey, wait a
4: second. But uh, two, about two years ago, I found a jeweler who made me a beautiful gold collar for it because I wouldn't let him drill through it. And uh, I got a, a gold necklace which belonged to a late family member. And this is going to be passed on to my great-granddaughter at the appropriate time. But I'm just calling, basically, I've only seen one other since I've had that coin, and I've had it for 62 years myself. Um, I'm just wondering what kind of value this might have. It. I, what year it, is
2: it? It'll depend on the mint? 1914. 19, 14. Okay, now it'll be basically bullion on those. Okay. Really? Still,
1: yeah. The Start of World War Two. No one cares. Really? No one
2: cared. No, no. Sorry, because there was a lot of gold at that time. I can check, depending what the mint mark was, but back then sovereigns and eagles were the gold of the world. Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of them out there. Um, well,
4: there are a lot. Okay. Yeah.
2: And um, no, just because we don't find as many up here. Yeah, I'd say you you wouldn't want that destroyed. It's your t- no, but so nobody's putting a bezel already. No, the bezel.
4: <laughs> No, it's going to be passed down in the family yeah. along with the history.
2: I
1: thought he said he didn't damage it in turning it into a necklace.
2: Ah, uh, the, the bezel's still hurt because when you're wearing it like that, it. Was, remember we're talking about how soft gold is. Yeah, it wears even against your chest, just rubbing back and forth. Yeah. it'll rub over the years.
4: Oh no, this has been kept unused and unworn, and it still is, uh, the collar has just been put around it and it's back in the safety deposit box.
2: You know what I hope yeah, you so did? he's doing everything right. You were a bank teller back then, okay?
4: Yes, I did was. Did
2: you save any of the bills? I The bills from bank tellers and the, and the original roll, remember that roll you cracked open? Yes. Even It's probably worth more that you found the gold coin in it, but if you'd had an original roll from 1943 that was right from the mint? Yes. They would be worth several thousands of dollars. <laughs> actually, an uncracked open roll would be worth more than your gold coin.
4: <laughs> I'm sure. No, it would, it
2: would be because oh the, <laughs> um, all the coins in it would be mint. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we didn't actually establish the price of this coin. So it's a 2 dollars half dollar gold coin, about the size of a penny.
2: It's about a tenth of an ounce.
4: I think that's what it is.
2: Okay. So yeah. you're at, what? I'm sure it is. about about $200 in gold. Okay.
4: About it's the gold value more yeah. than, oh, well, than numismatic value. Well, I, I feel like you story.
1: could find someone who would want this yeah. piece to, they might pop a few more bucks just to have it. No, you're saying it's not that collectible. Well, I'm a little bit greedy, but I... I, I don't know I'm, what I'm talking about. I'm just saying it sounds like a cool item.
4: Well, the one I saw was in a kiosk at a, at a market, uh, and I looked at it and I said, well, that coin is not in as nice a condition as mine. I got one that I I think would be... Uh year, very good. I wouldn't say mint, but I'd say good to very good. And the the seller was asking eight hundred bucks for his.
2: There are you can ask anything you want. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you can ask anything you want. But <laughs> on these cases here, um, it's the gold value, and uh, unless yeah. it's a very special thing, with and because, like I say, gold is soft. Yes. And because it's not in general circulation. In fact, you found yours in circulation. You found it in a penny roll, but. Um, because it's not you don't carry it around in your pocket and wreck it. And most of the gold coins are in really nice shape. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma
1: Radio. We're live in downtown Toronto fielding your phone calls about your stuff. Do you own something you think might have some special value? We have an expert in studio who can help tell you the things you can look for to identify those valuable items. Our phone number is four one six Three six zero zero seven forty. That's 416 740 If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-744-740.
5: Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it.
3: watching sam at work you're reminded of mom's home cooking make it from scratch never from a box mom would always say that having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that because when you love what you do as much as sam does and you're as good at it as sam is would you serve your family prefab new generation kitchens and bathrooms of guelph made with love from scratch call 519-836-8300 and meet sam at his family-run factory
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're in studio with Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures on ANE. He specializes in stuff. He has found fame and fortune identifying value where other people overlook it. Our phone number, if you have a rare item, maybe it's something you've been you've had around in a china cabinet or in your basement or garage for decades, you can call right now and get a real market value of it. 416-360-0740. Back in the spring, we went to I'd never heard of it until we started hanging out. Christie's Outdoor Auction. It was Antique insane. Show. And Christie's Antique Show, Outdoor Antique Show, where is it again? Yep,
2: yeah, it's at the Christie Confer- Conservation Area. Yeah. Just outside Hamilton, along Highway 5. Okay, we are going to be there again. Now, I'm telling people long enough in advance, keep Saturday, September 9th, 2017, free. Okay? Because we're going to be there myself, probably Bogart, we have a booth there in Y10, and there's going to be another hundred dealers there, and it's the last big show of the year, and it, did you have fun? Everyone who goes there. I did, I'm
1: surprised to hear you describe what you had as a booth, it was like a circus tent, it was huge, it's like imagine like what you think, I never went to Woodstock, but it's such like a giant field like ten acres, and people have these giant circus tents of all these rare collectibles that now you really only see online or on a on a TV show. Yeah. But you have a chance of buying all these old gas signs and oil cans and antique collectibles and gold and silver and I was saying I was saying that the 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 hot item that caught me way off guard was people buying old glass windows <coughs> and old timey window shutters. Yeah. Because they use them as wall art. And I g I don't know if it's on HGTV that they're doing this more and more, but all the happiest people I saw were running to their cars with like old green shutters that looked a hundred years old. I couldn't figure it out. But that
2: was the big the, the big know. takeaway you know, that I had. Well, you don't understand. Go to these big box stores, okay? And you buy a piece of wood that's got the character of a mushroom, okay? Yeah, yeah. And even if you buy bowls or you, you're going to these big box stores and you're buying something, they're charging you for something made in China that made has to look no old, yeah. character, okay? Yeah. And a lot of times when you buy something that's old, it's already lost all its value. <laughs> I mean- yeah. And people were, I asked
1: one guy, like, what are you doing with this? He'd take an old uh, eight-pane, like, window, you know, like a two sliders, and turn it into a glass birdhouse and stuff like that. Like, there's, there's a million and one things, I guess, that people do with these old items. Yeah. But that was the, I was like, what did you pay for these shutters? They're like, $300 for the pair. I was like, of old
2: shutters? What are you talking? Crazy. He'll be able to use them for 10 years and sell them for $300 10 years from now. Right,
1: but when you see them on a wall, like, they look beautiful. Like, it is oh, a nice yeah. little feature, yeah. I like on played. an interior wall. I'm not talking about reusing the exterior, but that was the one weirdest thing. But old toy collectibles, that oh, yeah. was another insane one. Old Hot Wheels, like n- not not from the 80s, but like original, I guess they'd be matchbox cars. Like some of the price tags on these and just guys salivating over them. It's unbelievable.
2: Every day I get up, I thank God for completists. The guy who's got number one, two, three, doesn't have four. He's got five and six and doesn't have eight. So he's looking for number four and number eight and willing to pay anything to fill that little hole on the shelf. And when I pulled into Christie's Antiques, I was with my wife and I go, oh, I guess
1: there must have been some horrible accident near the place. Because the lineup to get in, they needed... Police officers. Yeah. Yeah. Waving people around because that's how excited people were to go to this thing. And not just And we weren't me. even sure that the weather would be decent. I mean it was crazy. How many people showed up to that thing? 15,000 probably. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Way more than that I would say.
2: But if it's a good day, you're gonna have a fantastic day getting some sun and doing some shopping. If it's a bad day, like it's rainy, there's such deals. That you cannot believe. And good food. They had all those different
1: yeah. booths with all the different snacks. You know, get a deep fried Snickers bar and a oh, blooming yeah. onion or whatever you want. All sorts of great well, food. It's, it's,
2: it's, with them and my other friends at um, Southworks Antiques Mall, okay? What they have is like, why buy new when something nearly new will do? Bad, I kind of huh? like that. But why buy? You go to these big box stores and you buy a set of bowls that cost you $30, and you can buy used ones. And it's a bowl. Right after you get it home and use it once, it's now a used bowl. And you can buy ones with character, something your grandma used or something your mother used, and something that's got lots of character to it, rather than some of the stuff I see these, you know, the glass bowls and stuff. Buy <laughs> something that's nice. Okay, that's just me. That's my right, rant sorry. for that, the day. Yeah, we've ranted, but we also mentioned that Christie's
1: Antique Auction, the other, the fall edition, happens wh- what weekend and where?
2: It is on September 9th, Saturday. It's on a Saturday. So there's no Saturday, not, September 9th. No one's working that day. Come on out and see me and Bogart. Come and buy bring uh, lots of money, buy big bulky stuff for Where my. Where is booth. it again? Sorry? Christie Cancer Conservation Area. Christie Conservation.
1: Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Just outside September Hamilton. September
2: 9th. It's worth the trip to Hamilton. And then you can go up to Southworks. Remember my my friends who moved and uh, they moved to seventy three Water Street.
1: Yeah, you drive right by them, don't you? Yeah. And by Clapasons as well. Everything- it's like the antique corridor of Southern Ontario. It's
2: a caravan. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll call it an anti-caravan day. Okay, my friend, I'll talk about him in a minute because he has moved. The board's full. we got to do some business. Okay. okay,
1: yeah, back to work. Sorry. Uh, Luba in Toronto is our next caller. Good afternoon, Luba. You're live on Zuma Radio. Hello. Hi. How, How you are, are you?
6: Hi, I'm good. I'm good.
1: What do you have?
6: I'm listening to you and my um, what I have, a couple of things. I'm much more than a couple of things. The first is um, I have a program of Ella Gerald's concert in May 1972,
1: and she signed it for me with her autograph. Ooh. Wow, Elephant's Gerald oh. She's saying, "Yeah, she's saying, and it's a program from her show, and she signed it." Eyes yes. on the signature. Yes,
7: it's and Carnegie
2: an, Hall. Uh, Carnegie Hall. Oh, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, part of the value will be the the the, the program signature, probably between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars. Okay, I'd love to have that. Something like that is nice, and it's, they sell. But again, you might have to get it pr- uh, authenticated, but it's not really that much money, so it might pass sell just like as it is. I, and especially if you've got the the program is dated for that, she's there for that, everything comes together. And then someone's going to believe that she signed it while she was there at the pro- at that. So it's not something you sent in as a secretary. You know, somebody will send in a Right, program. I'm a huge
1: fan. I'm part of the fan club. Can you send something back signed? This is different. This is
2: eyes on signature. Yeah. Eyes on signature, yeah. Nice item. Yeah. And another
6: item. I have my aunt's Tiffany Diamond watch from 1922.
1: A Tiffany Diamond watch from 1922?
2: Uh, Do you know the model of that? You're going to have to bring this in. You're going to have to bring this in, sorry. You're going to have to take a trip to my store, 10,341 Young Street. This is a shameless plug, but I'd like to see it, make sure all the diamonds are there, then we'd have to get appraised. <laughs> no, no. This is a- I For your protection and mine, I would get it out and get it appraised find out exactly what the value is on it because something like that depends on how many diamonds. If it's still working do not go and clean it or work make it work yet. Let's find out what the value of it is and then we can proceed from there. it depends if you want to sell it or not. But even if you don't, for insurance purposes, you should get this appraised.
1: The diamonds make you nervous because they can be damaged or, I mean, sometimes there's diamond crusting and it all falls apart. Like you have to do, you have to see that. You can't give a quote over the phone for diamonds. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: This is the difference between when we talk about gold and silver, like this stuff here. This has got this, if you go to Pakistan or if you go to Tokyo or you go to London, England, there's a finite price for this. There's a price that'll say this is. Twenty two hundred dollars today.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: With
2: diamonds, um, there's like a published price on these. With diamonds, clarity,
1: the cut, it's it's there's some subjective. artistry involved there.
2: Yeah, and then all of a sudden, one guy will say this diamond's worth uh, uh, five hundred dollars. One guy will say it's worth five thousand. You got to come somewhere in the middle. When we stand for the appraiser, we're worried about a little bit about the price, but he's going to tell us that it's eye color. Uh, the size of the diamond uh, and how clarity. hot the
1: market is at yeah. that time in demand. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. My mom's my mother's a gardener, and over the years, what well, we would say like someday somebody will get to mine the garden because she lost diamonds back there. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, that's a lot of stories with with, with uh, gardeners. If they wear their rings or anything that's diamond crosses, you know, there's going to be some diamonds in that garden because they lose them over time. It's the reason we made uh, we've invented metal detectors. <laughs> well, it won't help you with the diamond. Yeah, that's right. But someday, no, no, no. But it's got on a ring. I thought. Yeah oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, take a metal detector out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, our next caller is uh, Astrid in Pentanguachine. How are you?
8: Hello, how are you?
1: Not bad. Oh, I'm told you have a rare, is it a vase or a vase? It's a, it's a well...
8: vase. It's a very small vase. Um, not big at all. Uh, maybe, ooh, eight inches tall. I've had it for... 58 years myself. It was given to me by a boarder that we had when we lived in downtown Toronto. We had a boarding house, and she wanted to give me a birthday present. And she was a, a survivor from um, Siberia.
2: Perfect, but she, who made the vase?
8: Don't know. It's We think it's Japanese, maybe. There's ah. a Japanese marking on the bottom, like um, uh, three strokes facing down or up, whichever way you want to say. Okay. And then a little... Tiny rectangular box with a slash through it partway.
2: Ah, okay. You're going to have probably. might I think it's Chinese, maybe not Japanese.
8: Maybe. Yeah, uh,
2: Chinese. Um, but I'm going to have to see it in my store. Sorry. That's
8: what I thought. And it's very thin. It's like eggshell thin.
2: And, this is good. And
8: uh, I've always had it displayed, and somehow I've managed to get a tiny hairline crack in it. It's got a lot of gold on it. Blue. It's not cloinies, but almost like cloinies. Or um, okay,
2: cloisonne. Yeah.
8: Cloisonne. Yes. Okay. Um, almost like that. So I don't know how old is it. I'm sure she has had it in her had it in her possession many years before she passed it to me.
2: The crack's not going to help you here.
8: No, I know, no. I can't see it right at the moment. Oh yeah, there it is. A hairline, hairline, hairline crack.
2: Bring it in. We'll to give you a value of what it was yes. worth. How about okay. this? This is going to be one of those. I'm going to tell you what it was worth before you cracked it. How's okay. that? Okay. Thank you for your phone call. Our next okay. caller.
8: I do have one more item. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Very quickly. It's a Demitas uh, gold-plated uh, cup and saucer from uh, Eisenbach, Bavaria, Germany. Okay. And it's got a stamp number on the bottom.
2: They're not as good as the one they they sell for about twenty twenty five dollars. Okay. The ones we want, the we had people bring in kind of cups and saucers this week. I want the ones that Paragon, Ainsley are the better two. Um, even Minton, um, Royal Crown, Derby. But they want to be opening up where the the they flare out, and there's gold and flowers inside the bowl. The more gold, the more flowers, the more value. That's the best way to put it. We sold one this week up to $270. And don't be fooled, by these people come into your house and they say, I'll buy your cups and saucers for $5 each. If you've got some of these, they are worth real money, okay? And that's why, but unfortunately, the one you're mentioning here is not as good, but I'm glad you mentioned about the gold. But the cups and saucer market, take advantage of it now because a year from now, it might not be with us and you'll be stuck with a lot of fancy cups and saucers you could have sold for a lot of money.
1: Carol in Toronto is our next caller. Carol, how are you?
8: Uh, fine, thank you. Uh, what I have is a $1 coin, and it's from the United States, and the year is 2000
2: Uh Well, $1. twenty-six for sure. Uh, they have silver ones back in the 70s. Um, they are clad silver, and they're 40% silver. It's got Eisenhower on them. The other coins are, just bring them to the bank. And we have people now. Don't bring them to the bank. Bring them to the bank in the United States, or use them when you go to a toll or something, because the banks up here will only give you Canadian spot for them. We oh. give you fifteen percent. We have a lot of variety store owners and stuff like that who bring us in three hundred dollars in American change. We actually buy it for more than spot. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's me being a nice part. We actually are community orientated. We are actually nice people at our store.
1: That there's no accusation. I got Silent otherwise. D and
2: Mike and Mike the Mike the magician. We're we're actually nice people in our store. We do not bite, and people are allowed to come in and ask us questions.
1: We're fighting now? Did I make an accusation? I'm not, but i you what, got... what happened there? I, I, suddenly, I'm defending myself. Okay. Our next caller is June in Milton. June, how are you?
6: Hi, I'm fine, thank you.
1: What do you have?
6: Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was I was listening to your show, but anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I heard you saying that somebody was talking about collector pennies. Yep. And you had mentioned. The one that you were looking for was a 1958.
2: In a collector penny?
6: It's a penny. I have the collection from 1938 going down to 1959.
2: Oh, I think she's talking about the full set collection. Is that what oh. you're talking about? Yeah.
6: yeah you were just looking for the
2: 1958 one. Oh, I'm trying to figure out why I'd be... A mint set. A mint set, maybe. Um, the, big penny this- penny in, in the big penny that's worth a lot of money is a 1936 (laughs) dot it's worth around a half a million dollars Uh, these are small pennies yeah no this is a small penny but there's a dot underneath i'm gonna have a lot of people looking at their penny collections right now (laughs) um it's a dot right underneath the 1936 and it's worth about a half a million dollars in any condition i mean there's so few of them out there i think there's four or five known copies but yeah, no. And in 1923, 24, and 25, what we call our key issues, they're worth between 30 and $100 each. Most of the other pennies are like a dollar, you know. Oh, and in 1958 would not be. We sell rolls of them.
6: Which, oh, I thought that was one of the ones you were looking at because I looked at one of my collections, and it has everything but the 58.
2: And no, I'm no. You can come in and buy. We have rolls of them. I have a funny story. A guy calls me up one day. Mm-hmm. And he says, Do you buy pennies? And this is why I have to be careful what I say on the phone. I says, Yes, but they have to be sorted by year. Click, he hangs up. But a year later, calls me back. <laughs> okay, do you still buy pennies? I said they have to be sorted by year. He says, Yes, they are all sorted now. I says, How many do you got? He says, three hundred and fifty thousand. Oh man. <laughs> I swear to God this happened. I sat there and says, oh, I gotta be careful what I say. He probably went crazy doing that. I can't believe he did what that's what happened. I end up buying them, but it's like... So in theory, he
1: looked at 350,000 individual pennies and, and divided them by year. year.
2: Wow. That is... I can't imagine. I wish I'd had a camera watching It's like do it. like something you'd assign a
1: prisoner to, right? Like I might as well pound a stone. Our you next want... caller is Anne in Innesville. Ann, how are you? You're on Consignment Heroes.
9: I'm good. How are you?
1: Not bad. What do you have?
9: Good. Well, I have a set of... Um... Silverware. Okay. It is either from the very early 1900s or late 1900s in Canada, or they bought it when they moved west.
2: What's it say on the back?
9: It says, um, oh, now you got me. It says uh, universal, I think.
2: Universal. doesn't say sterling. There's no numbers on it.
9: No, all it has is the box, and I'm pretty sure it says...
2: International, maybe?
9: Maybe
2: it says international, yeah. Okay, That that they there are some international sterling patterns. It'll say sterling with it. Yeah. If it's just oh. international, generally these patterns, we buy them as bulk and we crush them. Oh. Um, We're one of the only people in the country that buys silver plate.
9: For silver plate, I had... I had- I read up on it and looked um, done some investigation on it and, and seen that it was probably um, silver plated, but it's a whole set. Like it's um, there's ten place settings and there's probably ten pieces per place Yeah,
2: setting. no. But yeah. the problem is is that people aren't using it as much. It doesn't go in the dishwasher.
5: Uh, right. The kids
2: don't want to clean it. Now this is yeah. this is where it's a major shift in how the kids think. They don't want to clean silver. And there's nothing we can do to make them clean it.
9: Okay. And I used to use it, like I used to use it for family dinners. It has yeah. serving pieces and car carving set, everything. Yeah. Um, the same and thing and with the tea sets. Uh, Rolls.
2: Yeah. No. No. What happens now is that we get in a couple thousand pounds a month, and we yeah. just crush it, and we're the only people to do it because it's either that or they put it in the dumpster. And like I say, the garbage so man doesn't run around with a checkbook.
9: To sell hmm? it's not worth anything. To, to, it
2: might to sell. be. We let it sit for about a week before we crush it. But ninety uh-huh. percent of what we buy gets crushed. Oh, okay? okay, and yes. it's a shame. But if you have no other use for it, we're the next best option.
9: Well, that's on that. the thing. I, you know, I don't use it anymore. I've no use for it anymore. My kids aren't interested at all. So yep. It's just sitting there taking up space. So yep. anyway, okay. I might uh, drop by with it someday.
2: <laughs> 10,341 Young Street. Come up and see us. We're okay. always nice people. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. We'll the
1: store is open regular working hours during the week, and the address, 10,341 Young Street. Yeah. That's just north of Major McKenzie in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street. Um, Iris in Milton is our next caller. Iris, how are you? Hello? Hi.
6: Hi.
1: What do you got? Oh,
10: uh, Just hold on a sec, if you don't mind. I have to adjust my phone. Okay. There we go. I had it on speaker. So, yeah, what do I have? It was a wedding gift for my uh, husband's grandmother, and it was a mayor, and she was mar- married in 1897. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the mayor is older than that, but it's not the mayor so much as what's behind it. It's a um, hand drawn map of what? the fort of St. Uh, uh, Louisburg,
2: the Lewisburg Fort in... Um,
1: the Fortress, of Lewisburg in, fortress of Lewisburg in Cape Breton. The Fortress
2: of Louisburg. All right, well, that's Reden. a few
1: hundred years old.
2: No, yeah. oh, this would be great. Are you sure it's a hand-drawn map? And It looks to me like it is. Not a kid would draw it. It looks like it was done by an adult.
10: Oh, well, now there you got. I'm not sure about that.
2: <laughs> okay, no, but, but that it
10: was like it was the backing of the mayor, like you know, like I don't know why it was in the back of the mayor. We just discovered that, like, maybe,
2: maybe 10 years
1: ago, and
10: this
2: I really is like didn't the start know.
1: of that movie, The Goonies. Yeah, no, no, yeah.
2: but this, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize this, they think it's old wives' tales. On the back of pictures you'll have other pictures. In the back of mirrors there'll be maps like that. Uh in in inside mattresses, there is money inside mattresses. Right, yes, as we discovered
1: last week. Yes. yes, yes.
2: I'd have to see it. I'd have to Maybe I should go look in mine. (laughs) Well no, you generally know if you put it into your mattress. It's it's mainly when the kids get rid of the mattress that their father slept on for ninety years and they throw it out because no one wants to use mattress and he was putting money in the mattress for as a safe place. Gosh. And if you go to the dump, I make stories about this, that they'll come and slice open those mattresses right away, and wow. they find money. They're not slicing open because they like slicing mattresses. They're no. looking for stuff, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But this thing here, if it's a map like this, might be historical. Might um, be, yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd well, like to see still. it.
10: Okay, so how are we going to do that?
2: Well, where are you coming from? It's in Milton. Um, Milton's no fraud. I, I come out to Milton every so often. I was actually supposed to be out there maybe tomorrow. Um, oh,
10: really?
2: It's, it's uh, Sebastian can take your phone number. I'm not guaranteeing it because uh, sometimes I run out of day before I run out of work. Oh, right, uh, run out of road? Huh?
10: Do you ever run out of
2: road? Sometimes I run out of <laughs> road, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys can exchange information and yep, Paul can have I'd a closer look at that. this map. And okay. the mirror's probably going to be a couple, maybe a couple hundred years old and old mirrors sell. All
1: right.
5: Hey, do
2: they? Thank you. All thank right. you. Thank you very much for your
1: phone call and we'll be right back.
5: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? there's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
1: Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls,
8: just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge.
1: Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. If you have an item you think is interesting, might have some special value, you can call in and talk to an expert. He has found fame and fortune dealing in stuff, mainly identifying value that other people overlook. His name is Paul Kenny. He's the star of this show and the star of Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures. And our next caller is Calvin in Oshawa. Calvin, what's going on, man?
7: Yes, hi. I got a Royal Dalton Loving Cup when the Prince of Wales and Lady Diana got married. It's a real adult and I'd like to know the value of it.
2: What size? Is it the mini, the medium, or the large?
7: It's uh, just an ordinary cup. Uh, it's a double double, uh, double handle.
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Generally, going about the lady die I think some people still collect, but most people have what they want. $20, $30. And that's on a good day. This is a big anniversary year, too. I isn't know, it? but it's like. Uh, Sold as did.
1: commemorative, you say generally is not very collectible. It's something
2: yet. that was done before. It was done before the wedding or something. No, it's twenty thirty dollars.
7: Twenty thirty dollars.
2: Yeah, sorry.
7: And I have a, a, a clock, a, a Gilbert New Haven Gilbert clock. Okay. It's a Milford. I guess it's made by GL, GL Gilbert, and it's over a hundred years old.
1: Is this for a mantle or a grandfather yeah, clock?
7: Yeah, mantle. Mantle.
2: Okay. Clock. And is it working?
7: Yes, working.
2: Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to find one. I haven't seen one of those in years. Years. <laughs> Generally, a good sign, Calvin. Uh, are these yeah. made of wood or is it metal?
7: It's wood and metal.
2: Hmm. Okay. And uh, what's the size of it?
7: It's a regular size mantle clock. You know, uh, I can't give you the measurement. Maybe eight, ten inches by. I yeah,
2: as of, is, you're getting about $100 on the clocks like that, just decorative, you know? Yeah. Uh, clocks, have, are, um, it's, they're not going quite as bad as the stamp market, but with everyone on their phones and stuff, clocks are just not as popular as they used to be. Oh, yeah. Even the grandfather clocks, who you used to pay 6000 for for, $1,000, and yeah. thank you for taking it. So yeah. guy has a coffee mug.
1: It's so yeah. worth 20 or 30 bucks, and that's bad news? What yes. is my Ikea coffee mug worth? It's white. I paid a dollar for it. What's it worth in the real-time market value? Uh, Yeah, maybe. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. That's not bad news. You got a coffee mug worth 30 bucks.
2: That's something. But he's not using it for coffee. He's using it as decorative.
1: You know what I'm saying. I
2: know. Yeah. They shouldn't
1: be inbe- investing in these. But, okay. We got another cup and saucer combination. Okay. Alan Mississauga. I think he's got another royal connection here, too. Okay. Alan Mississauga. What you got, yeah. man?
7: I've got, excuse me, I've got a cup and saucer. It's a small cup.
2: Demitasse?
7: Oh, mm, it'd be, oh, half a cup. Yep, okay. It's blue trim with gold leaf. The picture on it is queen, hold on here, queen. If it's
2: an ugly queen, it's going to be Victoria. If it's a pretty queen, it's going to be Elizabeth.
7: No, it's Queen, Queen Mary. Oh, okay. Queen Mary and George something. I
4: don't yeah, know what the, your George
2: is. Uh, $15, $20. Uh, they came over here on a visit, I think, in 1939. Uh, yeah, 15 $20 as a royalty collectible, as long as it's in good shape, no cracks, no chips, no crazing. Okay. Yep.
1: All right, thanks, thanks for your phone call. Julie in Toronto. Julie, how are you? Julie on line four in Toronto. Sir? Hey, now, Julie. Yes. How are you?
6: I'm good, thanks. You, you cut out just for a second. there. Yeah, it's
1: our fault. Sorry that's, about that.
6: That's okay. Uh, yes, I am. I have about fifty uh, unopened comics. Uh, now I don't know the age because I, I gave them all to my grandson, and he hasn't even opened any of them. Good. Uh, so I'll, I'll have to call him. Like they're, uh, they're they seem to be all out action ones. Like, I know there's several that are called Flash.
2: Okay. Now, what years they from? This when? is
6: it. I'm not too sure. I've just, I thought once I get off the phone, I'm going to call him and ask him to tell, like, it'll say the date on it.
2: When
1: did you acquire them, though?
6: Oh, uh, they were in somebody's attic for years.
1: Right. So when did you get them?
6: I got them... Oh, just just weeks ago.
2: Oh, I see okay. what you're saying. Gotcha. You just handed them, them off. I, I them, see.
6: I got them from a neighbor who was cleaning out his attic, and he didn't want them.
2: Now, what price was on? Were they $0.10, cent, $0.12, cent, 15 25 No, 25? I think they
6: were more than that. Mm.
2: Okay, so they'll be a little bit newer then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, comics out of the 60s are still making, selling for huge amounts of money, like a Flash 104 sells for around $70,000. It's from 1960 area.
6: Oh, okay. my God. No, I don't think so. It seems to me that the prices were in the dollars on them.
2: Yeah, so they'll be uh, a little later. It depends on, again, we have to see them. It depends on key issues. One, like, as I explained, like when you say Hulk, you know Hulk. It's a Marvel figure, uh, yes. comic figure. Yes. And number nine, 179 is worth $10. Number 180 is worth 200 Number 181 is worth $5,000. Okay, number 183 is worth back to $10. Can I get an explanation for any of that? It's the first Wolverine, first Canadian. Wolverine is a Canadian hero um, gotcha. drawn by so, John
1: Byrne. Okay, so it was the introduction of another famous character.
2: Another, And no gotcha. one thought about it at the time. So uh, the Hulk run was not that popular. Not many people kept it. No one even thought about it. You know, you know the movie... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, huh? Yes. You know the little raccoon. Yes. My favorite little character. Uh, his number one issue is sells for around two hundred and fifty dollars. It's in Hulk. Oh. Okay. Now that's kind of weird, but it's this is what happens sometimes. It was it was introduced there, and but it was introduced in nineteen ninety sometime, and it, they just made it into Guardians of the Galaxy. But I love that line. If I, if someone's got something, can I have it? <laughs> and they say no. But I suppose <laughs> I really, really want it. Can I have it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but also, we don't know that these are unopened comics. They could just be in a yeah. plastic sleeve. Are you sure yeah. they were completely sealed and never opened? It,
6: yes, it is plastic and it's uh, hermetically sealed. I guess is what you'd call it. Hmm.
2: Oh, if they're in the slabs, what we call slabs, they're uh, graded comics. Then they could be, have substantial values, and before you pass them on to your grandson, please let me have a take a look at them, okay? I've
6: already done that, but he, he said, I asked him, they were just here a half hour ago or so, and I asked him, have you read any? And he said, no, he hasn't opened them yet.
2: No, no, okay. Before he does, give me a call, okay? You can call me tomorrow at six at 905 905- Seven three seven four six five three. Yeah, you don't want
1: this story to be. Oh, those comics! So sorry, Grandma. I spilled Coca Cola all over them last weekend. Yeah, the Hulk one eighty one. Now find out. Find out what they are first. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for your phone call. And uh, our next caller is Ray in Oakville. Ray, how you doing?
8: I'm just fine. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. I have a couple of items. One is my dad was in the Second World War, and was given all the Allied troops were given. As I was told, given a bottle of champagne. To come back to Canada with, and I have that bottle, and it's on it. It says it's uh, 1937 vintage uh, French champagne.
1: Oh, oh! I did, so that's I, the year. And then you're saying when were they issued though?
2: They're issued in '45.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. I like it. I, I like it. it, but
2: I've never heard this story. Okay. Um, I'll have to check this out. uh... because I know there's different things that they gave away and. Uh, different World War II collectibles are very collectible. Was he an
1: officer or something like that?
8: No, he wasn't. He was a sergeant.
2: Huh.
8: You sure
1: he
2: just didn't take this bottle? Well, bring... no, he says it's commemorative on the actual Oh, it says that on it, eh?
8: My dad, I'm telling you, he wouldn't even cheat in his income tax.
2: Okay. So I no, no, oh, oh, sorry, it. I didn't mean that, that way, but I'm just I'm I just yeah, making I was a so smart hard. remark. But You can verify it. I'm, I'm going to check into this. Unfortunately, my military guy is off doing another show today, and I can check into this because I actually had him yesterday. I had one of those... After World War One, you remember Eaton's company that used to be in Toronto? I've
5: heard everyone
2: of them. Who, hey, you've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who served, who worked at Eaton's, got their job back when they came back, but they also got about a half an ounce of gold. What? Oh yeah, it was uh, actually it weighs 14 grams uh, 15 grams, and it was 14 carat and it says on the back uh, from uh, for your um, for your participation in World War I, uh, thank you, Timothy M um, no John Eaton. It wasn't Timothy Eaton then, John Eaton, and it's a little medal that they got. Everyone who survived and came back who worked at Eaton's and they worked and they were in World War One. They came back and they got they got about half ounce of gold. Not a half ounce, it's worth. I love it. It's four, it is weighs fourteen grams and it's fourteen carats, so it's approximately a quarter of an ounce of gold.
1: That's a pretty incredible private sector story of celebration of soldiers. You almost never hear of that. Never. Actually, that's amazing.
2: No, oh, it's more amazing. I think I might have it with me. What? That's all just in your pocket? Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, this is... I Do actually have problem. about, I don't know, ten or $15,000 of gold out of his pocket. I'm going to show this for the camera. I don't know if it's getting a really good shot of it. That was in your shirt pocket? Yes. I just remembered it now. It's just, oh, this my is why goodness. this show brings out the best wow. in us. Oh, and, I, and I want to compare it. There's one gram of gold
1: next to it. That's how big wait. One so wait. Show me the the commemorative Eaton's thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's nice.
2: I was going to. We, we're going to run out of show again before I get to run out. Before we get to talk about all the stuff, I was going to talk more about gold and silver today. Wow. Now okay. so that's a nice piece. I got to say, next week we have a special announcement on this show of what Bogart and I are going to be involved with another show, the Fan Expo, that's going to be in Toronto. Okay, and we're going to be. uh we're gonna be get, we're gonna be guests there, and we're gonna have a booth there. That's on um, September. I'm gonna say this fall expo, the so Fan Expo, September, August 31st to September 3rd, 2017. So if you if you're too lazy to come up to my store and visit us at, at 10,341 Young Street, you'll be able to see us the Fan Expo in our store. We're free admission. The Where's Fran the Fan expo? expo? The Fan Expo is at the Convention Center, around oh, the, the block. Big one. Oh, wow! The really wow, big wow. one. It is a world. Class, it should be on people's bucket lists. to go to this fan expo, as coming up to our store should be, okay?
1: Special thanks to Sebastian Hearn. We'll see you next week.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.